Hey everyone, so so Scrooge Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Main, and I got my co-host over there, Corey Stocks, Jocks, Jocks and Shocks. <laughs> like shock jocks. Yeah. Shock jocks and shocks. That's harder than I thought it was gonna say. Jocks and shocks. What's up, buddy? Not much. Pop quiz. Who is this? Oh man. This voice is so like there's like five different There's two voices bands. in this. It's, like, it's a band with a guest vocal. Sounds like Cartel, but I can't be sure of that. Like that guy's voice. Oh, man. I don't know. I couldn't tell you, honestly. I think I thought maybe you had this on vinyl. Fun facts. Uh, my band opened for them on their one of their their first farewell show. It's not like My American Heart. My American Heart. I don't have them on vinyl, oh, but I do like them a lot. That other track was uh, We Are the Fabrication, featuring Jeff Rickley of Thursday. Nice. Yeah. I didn't even hear him. We'll play it again because it's the best part. I want. Uh, that's when I I came into the show after he sang, of course. I'm not gonna talk over Jeff Rickley. I'm not crazy. I couldn't even tell no, it was this him, is, though. This is, here, here it comes. Right. That's him? Mm-hmm. You can't really tell. Oh, that. Oh. oh, there you go. I, I think the uh, the story was um, my American Heart was recording at some studio and Jeff was just happened to be there and I think they maybe kind of knew each other and they were like, hey, do you want to come and sing on this track? And he's like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. I think that's how the story is. That's how I want to believe it. So, yeah, my American Heart. We'll keep nice. Playing. Good. Yeah, I like it. Let's do, uh, yeah, back to the process. A uh, little mini-sode today. Um... What are we doing today, Corey? Oh, yeah. We're talking about Architect's new record. Just came out on Thursday. No, Friday. Friday. It technically. Friday. Yeah, I it got it. like Tuesdays. But it's like three hours early because they release it on like East East Coast time usually. So you're able to listen to it at like nine oh. on Thursday, which is kind of cool. That makes sense. And then Speaking they announce it on Friday. Yeah. And then um, we're going to talk about... A movie on HBO Max called Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, powerful. Yeah. Very, very powerful film. Um, powerful album. Powerful movie. Yeah. <laughs> so we got we have a lot to talk about. Um, and then we're going to do some office trivia with Hot Sauce. Here we go. We combined two uh, board games that we have, the office trivia game and our Hot Ones. Uh, truth or dab? Tr- truth, thank you. Um, it's covered up by your popcorn wallet. Yeah. Which I like. I appreciate yeah. your. Uh, we both have cool wallets. I, you have a cool movie one that has 3D glasses and popcorn, and I got the one that says the bad motherfucker on it. <laughs> yeah, my, mine is made by a student. Dude, actually. We gotta get so, still, so still wallets. It. Oh, that would be awesome. So, like Velcro wallets. I don't even care about our listeners. I just want it for myself. Old school wanna... Velcro wallet. <laughs> like Ooh. 90s style yeah, Velcro wallet. Purple and teal. Yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> Like uh, Ninja Turtle colors. Hell yeah. We'll do it. All right. So you had a big day yesterday. I was going to come by, but 
We talked about it. Yeah, I see you all the time, and I didn't want to. And you were gonna, we were gonna see each other the today. Traffic, <laughs> traffic jam, you know, and so. But what happened yesterday? Uh, we had our baby shower for our little girl. Baby shower, baby shower parade. Yeah, it was a drive-through. Um, kept things safe, you know. We had like a little backdrop with um a couple chairs in front of it, and then like, of course, I need shade because. Yeah, I need to see photos. Burn. Um, yeah, we'll we'll definitely put photos up. But yeah, we had um, we had our baby shower and it was awesome. Lots of people came. Um, fortunately, because it was an hour, it was like three to four or two to three to four, two to three, two, two to, to three, oh. two to three. Um, and it was really cool because people came in different shifts. So like there was <laughs> never like a ton of cars. Waves. Yeah, it was like little waves and. A lot of my coworkers came, which was amazing Aww. seeing them because I don't get to see them, you know, because of COVID and everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Liz's sister, cousin, and uh, best friend, like, um, like had like headed it up, and um, we had a lot of people who uh, helped out with it the, in the family. So it was that really was cool, awesome. really really cool. Um, you know, her whole family is really awesome for like putting something like that on for us. Cause it felt like we were going to do nothing. We were like, okay, well, so it's, you know, in this time of yeah, COVID, yeah, it's, it's crazy and you want to stay safe. So, and we were sitting and then the car would drive up and pull up like next to us and we would talk to him a little bit and then they would be like, oh, you know, drive on, move on and let's go. Keep it up. Yeah. Let's go. It was really cool. Nice. It was, it was nice to see people in real life, like instead of, you know, behind a screen Absolutely. and it was um it was safe so i felt felt great well soon i think you'll be getting the vaccine yeah uh, from a friend of ours we won't mention uh but you i mean because teachers are you now you we're next yeah yeah. so it's not like we're sneaking you in line Um, yeah but it's still hard to get you know even Mm -hmm. though you're next it's still hard to get oh it's impossible you have to know somebody Yeah, yeah for sure um I'll get into my film jobs in a second, but uh, I forgot to mention our unofficial sponsors. We're drinking Coffee Code. Yep. Um, this is a... Um, it's funny. It had a long name, but it, it's it said uh, Serrano, like one of the big... Because uh, you get four choices as a pour over. Yeah. And I was like, the Serrano one. And the little Asian lady, she's like, the Mexican one? And I was like, well, yeah. I didn't want to say that, though. But yes, the yeah. Mexican one. Um, and I think it's chocolate and caramel and some kind of weird nut that I didn't recognize. So. Oh, it's tasty though. Very good. So I like it. I like all their coffee. It's strong but light. Yeah. That's what's good about it. It's like it hits you, but it it it's not thick like a strong cup of coffee. It's, it's thin co- like tea almost. Coffee Code now has their own beans, which That's is awesome. Is. So I bought a bag of oh. Chiapas blend a few days ago, um, and then uh, ended up um, I make. Cafe de Olla, which is basically Mexican coffee. So it's a Mexican. I wanted to buy a Mexican bean on purpose mm-hmm. so that um, when I made it, I can make it more authentically. What's, so what's really the Cafe de Olla is um, it's it's coffee, but then you add in cinnamon tea, and it's amazing. Oh. It's amazing because you know um, they were selling um, a horchata latte. At uh, oh. Coffee Co. And I was like, it crossed my mind. I was like, damn, that's so, that tastes good. Yeah, there's a fly in here. It's from our, our dead Zelda. Yeah, we have <laughs> our listeners, our Zelda plant dog. Yeah. I, hey, I, wa- I watered it, gave it, gave it sun. LinkedIn, come and save her. 
Everything right? I know, right? That's everything we'll blame it on Link. Die, everything we'll blame it on Link. dies in this house in so terms of plants. We're gonna plants. get a nice. That, is that, oh, that, is <laughs> that, that's what you're gonna get at IKEA. We get a fake plant. Get yeah. a nice, cool fake fake plant. I will. Um, now I got. Uh, oh, sidetracked. Um, we were talking about the uh, the coffee. Coffee. They have a horchata latte right. there, and it sounded good. I was like, oh, that sounds. But you know, at least for me as a as a gringo. The first three sips are like, man, this is so good. And then you get to like the twelfth sip, and you're like, I shouldn't have got this. This is uh, this is like getting so like irritating now. And it's not, you know what I'm saying? With horchata, Ch- chalky. It's, it's kind of chalky. Not chalky. It's just like the cinnamon, the milky cinnamon. Oh, I love that. It's good, but just after when I get to the bottom, I'm not like satisfied, like an iced coffee or something. But let me say this: like I grew up with like friends who were Mexican, and like their their parents would always make us like the authentic dishes and yeah. like authentic horchata and like jamaica and all kinds of stuff what's that jamaica is like a hibiscus drink oh okay i know that super is. tasty yeah. know in called. tamarindo i just always called it hibiscus drink yeah tamarindo which is the the like look at you with the accent yeah dude i <laughs> i grew up in the culture around yeah, the I lived culture with, i grew up with a mexican well he didn't have a I guess I was. I probably speak more Spanish than my stepdad. Does, yeah, but I hear you. But yeah, yeah a horchata. Like I'm very. I, I actually get, no. I guarantee I speak more Spanish than my stepdad. <laughs> I'm saying that. Yeah. I get very judgy when it comes to like places making horchata because I'm like, oh, I know the good what good horchata tastes like. So I gotta go over there and try it out. The tea sounds good. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like a cinnamon tea. Doesn't sound as overpowering as a straight up like <clears throat> cinnamon milk. And there's like a special way to make it. Like the way that you you the water type that you get makes it taste like different. Like tap water versus Next time I'm over. Make me some. I'll make some, yeah. Right. Um we also we're not officially sponsored by them now, but uh, my other podcast, What's Your Position, uh, shout out to them with my cousin Ashley, is now officially sponsored by Four Sons Brewing, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean we're not getting money, but we get free beer. And, yeah. and now we get to officially say it's the official beer of What's Your Position podcast. So Super cool. Shout out to them. Um, it's not out yet. Well, it might be out by the time this episode drops, but uh, we just had a great episode um, yeah, I can talk about this before I get in my film jobs. Mm-hmm. We did this really cool episode at the brewery at Four Sons with uh, a couple of her friends. And then um, we had one of the actual Four Sons, the, the oldest, I believe. Devin, I think his name is. Shit. I feel bad now. I don't know. I think it's Devin. Uh, great dude, though. He was awesome. Great interview. Um, learned a lot about brewer, uh, brewing and all like their history and stuff. And we're going to go. We're going to plan on doing more. Mm-hmm. At the brewery, and then I I want to plan on doing ours there too. Yeah. Like, sweet talking, like, hey, you like ours, right? And bring some music and kind of a DJ, like do an episode where maybe we interview another him again. Because um, I know we're not as annoying as Ashley. No offense, <laughs> Ashley, but you had a few drinks in you, and by the end of it, it was you were asking some. That's awesome. She's ridiculous. excited. Yeah, she was. Uh, it was great. Yeah, nothing yeah. against. It, it, not as slop. She wasn't as sloppy as the seltzer episode. Oh, we, were, we and yeah. let's not talk about we get sloppy. She so. was saying that there's a few uh, people that have listened to it and love that episode. Yeah, that they and that they went back and did their own seltzer. They went That's home cool. and did their own. So. Some it's people really listen cool. to it, I guess. Um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, and and Four Sons makes a seltzer. It's like a more of a wine spritzer. They make it out of champagne. Yeah. And it's not as refreshing as like a White Claw, but it's good. It's fucking good. But it's I I can't pound like three of those. Yeah. I can pound like a th- like three Trulies, but not three Four Sons. But anyways, um, yeah, I had a film job this week. Um, wait, I had two. I had. 
I had this other one. It was just pickups. So it was kind of actually kind of boring. But yeah, the last few jobs have been really super easy. I've been so lucky and spoiled. Yeah. Um, this last one, it was it was five days. It was for Sunglass Hut. No, oh, that's the cool. Company. Yeah. And hold on, I gotta crack my neck real quick. Oh, oh. sorry about that, listeners. I just need to. Jeez. Um, and uh, it was like a last. I was a last minute uh, hire, just basically to drive a truck. I was. Yeah. The second, basically, second production truck hauling the camera and grip stuff from location to location, and you know, just get. The only problem was like I had to get there really early. I had to be two two mornings. I had to be at location with my truck mm-hmm. by five thirty, which means I got to leave. Yeah, yeah, you had to leave like at four be, probably. So then, how I figure that out is I use Waze. I'll put yeah. the, the location in and then backtrack to. I got to go to this place called Surreal. It's a a rental place you get production supplies and trucks and stuff and they'll load it up so i go back i figure out how long when what time do i have to leave surreal to get there to get, yeah and i always give myself at least 15 minutes from what ways tells me because mm-hmm. traffic things just happen so i always give myself at least 15 30 minutes that early in the morning i don't give myself 30 minutes if i have to be on set by nine i give myself like a 30 minute buffer because you never know what traffic but uh, then I go, and then from Surreal to my house. So I was actually getting up at like 2 in the morning. Oh, man. Having to get to set by 5. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Um, but good money. And then, yeah, I just have to get there, get tested, um, unload camera, unload grip stuff, and then just sit around, get yeah. breakfast. And then I was able to, like, write and uh, edit some of the podcasts and help out every once. I was going to set and singing like hey do you guys need my help but they were like yeah they're, no it was kind of a weird situation they had a, a a production company that was running it but then like there was this second side of production that i was associated with i guess sunglass has like their own production company called photobomb and they had a plethora of pas yeah like, they had an army of it, it was it was awesome but it was so it was. It, I think they didn't like me though, because they knew I was a PA, but I wasn't having to do the fucking bitch work that they yeah. were having to do. And I was trying to be nice and like yeah. pitch in as much as I could. But there's there's this this, this line you got to cross where it's like you want to help out, but it's also someone else's job. Like you don't want to take sure. someone else's job, especially if like it's grip or camera. Like you never really touch their shit unless like you ask or they ask you. Like yeah, so. I, I know I'm lucky I, I I feel spoiled um but it was fun and then I got now I got a few days off but then I'm booked up back to back with a Deftones video coming up which oh, I'm fucking awesome. stoked on love that with band great man. crew with some great people I love to work with um and then I just booked another one right before we uh lit the uh microphones up and this one is uh he, he wrote it's an online commercial for this company called Candily, I don't know. Hmm. So, another commercial. Real, it should be relatively chill day. Yeah. But when producers say that, we'll see. We'll see, Brendan. <laughs> I'll do. I try to do. This guy named Brendan Garrett. He's like one of my favorite producers to work with. I usually try to say yes to everything he gives yeah. me, no matter what the rate, because usually it's a cool project. He's the guy that does all the weekend shit. Oh yeah. So. I try to even on these little small ones try to say yes just to say thank you for the other awesome ones. Yeah, because those me. are yeah those are really cool. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. All right, let's get into Architects. Yes, I'll start playing it. Architects released their record. 
I think it's their ninth. Yeah, their ninth record titled uh, For Those That Wish to Exist. And before we start, Friday. we're going to kind of go track by track. We're not going to play the whole song, but yeah. we're going to kind of, because there's, how many, 15 tracks? 15. Man. It's an epic, so, like, uh, We'll give project. a little bit of a taste of everything, because I got some some songs I like, and sometimes I don't. I'm, <clears throat> actually, not that I say I don't. I just have thoughts. Different, yeah. Um, and I also want a little backstory with me. I never really did a deep dive like I did with this on Architects ever. Like, I, yeah. I listened to a few songs, and they were, like, on my, like, Radio, I yeah. radio, they'd pop on. And go, okay, this is cool. <clears throat> so I don't know. Have they always sounded like this? They've they're a bit heavier. They're they've they've that uh, whispery singing with the hard a, screaming. A little bit heavier at like okay. before, but kind of like Bring Me the Horizon, where yeah. they, they were like yeah, all screaming and then they okay or a lot. Who did it yeah. first? Well, Bring Me the Horizon, probably. You think? Yeah, but there's. There's actually these guys a, just do it better, right? Yeah, there's a lot. Yes, yeah, there's do. a lot of um, right, they, they, a lot they, of they do a little there. bit better. They do a little bit better. Um, but they uh, <laughs> they they lost a member like I think two records Architects? ago. Yeah, he, one of their so members, Bring the Horizon, right? Maybe. Yeah, they lost a guitar player, but well, died. Oh, Architects literally uh, lost. Yeah, they had oh. a brother. They had a brother, Tom Searle, and um. Dan Searle, they're or Surly. Isn't there two brothers in Bring the Horizon too? Maybe, but they were brothers, and um, one of them was diagnosed with cancer, and oh, yeah, lost his battle like a while ago. But um, they released a record right after that called Holy Hell, and it was it's about that, like losing him and how hard it was. Yeah. And then that because they didn't think they were gonna continue going, mm-hmm. like that I was reading and. One of their articles that they were like, yeah, we weren't sure we were going to keep going, you know, why? But they ended up continuing with Holy Hell, and then right after Holy Hell is for those that wish to exist. So it's still kind of fresh, I would say. I yeah. mean, like 2018, I think. I'm is definitely going to go back and listen to some older records now. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm not going to destroy the record. Before I start scrutinizing, scrutinizing it, it, thank yeah. you. That's the name of the show, Robert. Um, I'm gonna go, I like this. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go back and listen some other some other records yeah i want to hear i want to re-listen to holy hell now that i've heard this um what do you think should i should i go backwards in time or should i start from the beginning and make my way back to where i just i feel like when i'm gonna do that i'm gonna start from the first record i can find and see the progression it's a little bit harder for me to do that with bands where it's like i've listened to their most recent and then i go back and try to listen in order because i'm like just there's such a like remember too it's like a a, you know, 10, 15 yeah. years ago. You gotta be, okay, this, I gotta put my, you know, yeah. figure out my mindset of mm-hmm. what music was back then. And yeah, so great. I'll probably right. do the same Enough thing. My American art. All right. Do, this you, was, do you dream of Armageddon, Corey? I sometimes, yes. I do. I do. I, I have. Know. But, um, Arca- like this, this record, um, I don't exactly know the produce, like who produced it, who engineered it. It's uh, for producers. It says Dan Surly and Josh Middleton who are in their band. That's it's like very well done. It if, is. If yeah. it is them, and it could be, could man. Be, Listen, but look, look at our last night. Those guys do it themselves, and they do a hell of a job. So yeah. I mean, these guys have probably. He said their eighth record, ninth record, ninth. Yeah. So it could those be those first eight records could be someone else, but those guys have been. In basically audio school. When I get my vinyl, yeah, I'll be able to so check. Yeah, I would say that's the only problem. Yeah, it's with all music. There's 
we there are records we can see like a detailed list of what everyone does but then there's stuff that just says primary artist and then you know even on their wikipedias it might not list who it is i feel bad for these engineers and producers man that they don't have credit for their own stuff online i feel like they deserve it like they on like on imdb with all those people and because physical copies aren't really a you know unless you buy the vinyl and like a nerd like you you don't you're not going to see who actually engineered it mastered it produced it and some guys do certain tracks some guys do other i I like that stuff i like looking at that stuff so i feel bad that some of these guys don't get recognition so yeah um, well i guess sorry Corey's doing he's doing some research that's why i'm talking a lot and there's there's like the only personnel that's listed on here is a is mixing and that's zach servini oh i don't know i think i know that name look him look him up i think i recognize that name because then that makes some sense because you can still these guys can still record a great album but then mixing is a whole like you gotta blend everything and there is still some producing i think still in mixing bringing something out oh he's worked with Blink-182, All-Time Low, Machine so Gun Kelly, go. Youngblood, Bring Me the Horizon. So it's like, yeah, so do you know everybody. Who, do you know who Chris Lord, Chris Lordelgy Chris Lord, is? Yeah. And then his brother, Tom Lordelgy. Chris is like the more famous one. He's famous for doing that. Like, yeah. they'll, a band will go record an album and give it to Chris, and he just yeah. fucking makes Tears it. it up. And so that's what they did with Max. So that's why it sounds so good. So sounds really good. Pull a little bit in more into focus. So the episode, or episode, track one... Armageddon. It's cool. It's an intro. I don't um, like it. I, I'm so fucking over trying to sound like an orchestra tuning up. It's like, dude, come on, man. I honestly didn't think that first track was necessary. It, if you 15 tracks and you want to do a little intro like that, just start the... What's wrong with starting the album like this? I know. That would be cool. It still has a cool intro. I think... <sighs> like, I'm in. All right. Yeah. First track. Let's go, baby. Like, Architects. Yeah. It's like... I mean... I don't know, man. Maybe just like a little kind of creative element. Like I'm gonna. That, throw I think that that's there. might be one of the downfalls of doing it yourself. You don't have a producer saying no. That's stupid. Yeah. Don't do that. Like do something else. Like they just said yes to everything because it's there. Yeah. Idea. But hey, man, if you got the money and you got the time, oh yeah, for God sure. God bless you. But and Black Lungs, great. This song is great. This is a good it's one. It's one of the first singles, if not the it, first. I think it was the first. One. It was the first single. And just right off the bat, it's like, oh my gosh, this has got energy. The um, the vocals are great. I like the vocal patterns. That's one thing I'll say about this record. Like, the vocal patterns are really catchy. Like, they have Here's a lot of cool ideas. Singing. <laughs> yeah. singing. But uh, the guitar is great. The tone is great super tone. good. It's a great tone. I, I, think, know, I know we were going to try to go category by category, but let's just talk about it. Yeah, but this song, like... We'll go song by song, but yeah, this right, song, yeah, this song especially kind of highlights the guitar tone. I think, like, breakdown? very heavy. I hear the breakdown. Yeah, this one this, has a good breakdown. Hey man, I was saying before, I, I'm a sucker for a good breakdown, and mm-hmm. these guys kill on some breakdowns. Some of them are very simple, but hey, man, yeah. that's what makes sometimes makes a great breakdown. And it's building up. This, you can this feel is it. a little butt rocky right here. It's so good. Simple though. Like it's so simple, but it's the cool. It's kind of your head fucking bob, dude. Yeah, this song 
hearkened uh, to mind Beartooth. Yeah. Very, very Beartooth. This is uh, giving blood. I like the intro okay, so, to this. It's this, super cool. This one reminds me of... Okay, so listening to how these guys write songs, um, it's they use, they use basically the same setup on almost every song. Yeah. It's intro... Big and the intro, intro could be yeah. the chorus as well, which I think that is. That's that's technically the chorus in the beginning, and then a verse, maybe a pre-chorus, chorus, another verse, chorus, breakdown, yeah. two choruses, finish the song. Like it's basically all the songs. Um, but that, with with that being said, though, with with how they build those, it kind of reminds me how, uh, like tech, not techno, but like. Not dubstep, but like club, yeah, cl- big DJ. How they like organize their songs with like drops and building and things. And it's very much about feel, like everything's like, you know. Listen to this, like listen to the, like that's very yeah, a, a little lick that you could hear on it. So like it's electronic, all, it's, yeah. It's not that. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. These guys can fucking rip on guitar. That's all they're playing. Yeah, it's catchy. Yeah, see. And I think this song, like, that riff kind of exemplifies what I felt about the record. Because I was like, not all these songs have, like, really technical guitars in it. But then they, I feel like they do that well. Whereas other bands who try to do that, like, it comes off like, that's all you I got. I think that like, the, through the eight, eight other albums, they're like, you're doing those first few albums. You're doing it because this is what we want to do. Yeah. And there's we have a fan base. But now... We want to get on radio. Catch, we yeah. want to get on TV. We want to be in the song being played inside the hockey arena. Yeah. We want it. So, and God bless them, man. Get that mailbox money. That is the fucking game. Absolutely. Music industry and movie industry. Like, I like this song because it is, we were talking about Linkin Park earlier. It, oh, yeah. it also feels very If you very like Linkin Park, Park and like heavy shit, I think you should, you, you'll like this. Yeah. It's definitely. I like I was, these little cool. I was uh, kind of hoping for some guest vocals on this album. There are a lot. Oh, well, why are they not? They're not listed. Usually they're they listed. Like, be. Look, on iTunes, you just like write Why are they not listed? Well, who, um, who do we got? All I right. thought I heard like a different voice on one of the songs. I thought I heard. <laughs> For those that wish to exist. Um, there's Simon Neal from Biffy Clyro. Can you tell me which songs? Um, yes. Since we're going down, maybe. Let's, well, the next one is... Uh, Disclosure is dead. Yeah, I got. There's three. There's okay. three. Which Which the first one? Um, s- number seven, impermanence. Um, what other ones? Uh, number nine, little wonder, and then number twelve. Okay, so Goliath. further down. All right, so we'll get to it. So uh, when we get to imp- uh, so but this I, is the next one. I know. I like. I like giving blood. It's got a cool like the one before that. Got mm. cool, cool like riff. Super simple. This is what discourse is dead. Yeah, and then with the club dj techno dubstep because dubstep is in there too like yeah dubstep is kind of like a techno hardcore kind of reggae dude just those guitars though dude and they're I, just so just and fucking orchestra it, i'm curious if these are real strings i don't know i don't Maybe. Th- i don't think they are no they sound a little like i don't, think they are. I don't that's a, and then what makes that first track even worse? You're making these like fake tuning sounds with <laughs> your computer. Come on. Maybe I don't know. I would have to look that up. But I'm thinking like they probably had some money behind this, and if they're doing it themselves, fuck it. Let's hire some violinists. Oh, this chorus is yeah. catchy. I like this chorus a lot. 
I don't know, sing us some sad songs, sing us to sleep. It's pretty emo. I like that swingy. But then it gets all heavy. Yeah, it's super good. Oh. What key do you, what tuning do you think they're in? B? B, I was thinking. It's pretty low. They might, they probably have guitars for different C? tunings. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Dude, they probably have a guitar for each tuning. Yeah, for sure. And it was given to them for free. And See, it's, the, and it's, and it's, it's, uh, that like really cool like sci-fi background. Like, one of the, I think on one of the videos I saw one of the guitar players does like keyboard stuff. Yeah, like, just like Bring the Horizon does. Yeah, there's uh keyboard. Yeah, the bassist does keyboards and drum pad. Oh, so a lot of those little like percussion parts that you're like those sound electronic. He does do. They do have drum pads. He probably doesn't do all of them. Yeah, some. It's all backing tracks. Yeah. That's super cool. I've always thought that, like, no offense, keyboards players, but in a world where <coughs> you don't make a lot of money in a band, and you're gonna pay this one other guy the same amount as everybody else that we can tell a computer to do. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you gotta learn. <laughs> like, if if you play guitar or something, or like if you play, you want to play keyboard, like, pick up the guitar as well, and like, cause yeah. t- like even Tepe from Thrice, like he plays a keyboard well, too. I brag. I played a piano on, in one of my bands. Yeah. We, 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 we pulled it out with for guitar one song. and everything. It was one song, our song "Secrets." I learned it on. It's more of a guitar song, but I learned it on a piano. And then halfway through, I picked up my bass, and then we played it like the yeah. whole band. And yeah, it was cool. That That's was cool. My, I th- we did that uh, at the My American Heart show, actually. Nice. Yeah, I messed up one note. There's video of it. No, I'm thinking about it. Hold on. Come on, now I'm gonna play it. But um, yeah, I really dig this song. Discourse is that it's like very heavy, and the theme of this record is so present because the the album is about impending doom but yet like sprinkled with hope like there it's not not everything is like over we can make a change kind of deal like i like but, the, the, you know, the album cover too yeah it's like, a, it's like an astronaut in a cathedral basically it's right? super the lighting cool is fucking awesome yeah all right here. just want to just oh wait this isn't just our one I don't know. Is it? No, this is at Soma. No. God damn it, Robert. <laughs> there is a video of us. Is this it? Ooh, it's got a little. Oh, yeah. Let me show you play. We did a picture of the crowd. Yeah, can we play in piano? Yeah. He was a great front man, though. Ooh, that crowd. Justin Bieber, right? Oh, that's what they're cheering about? Mm. Oh, yeah, they pulled out of... (laughs) We have a standout of Justin Bieber for some reason on stage. Because that was... He was gigantic at that time. We did a Justin Bieber cover. I didn't want to do it. I know, we did, too. My band did, too. Everybody did it. Come on. (laughs) Here we go.
big band part. Dude, I got the coffee shakes. You see that? Yeah. Come on. I know. Sorry, listeners. Sorry, Corey. There you go. when you know we cared about our chests and didn't have chest hair sticking out everywhere (laughs) that was a fun show all right back to uh yeah so like this play piano on stage play piano on stage yeah but if you can do some backing tracks just do for sure (laughs) save the paycheck yeah but discourse is dead's a great song very heavy dead butterfly is another single i like this one a lot too uh, I like the. So this was the first oh, song you sent me. Like, it, hey, we gotta review this, and you sent me the video, and I. It's a cool video because it's them playing like in this empty. Uh, I love theater. This. I think it's the O2 so good. Um, but I thought it was gonna be live. It wasn't like a live. This it is was, so cool. It's very Bring shit. Me the Horizon, but extremely well done. Like that's such a cool chorus. Bring Me the Horizon. Very Bring Me the Horizon. But again, I feel like it's done better. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I like his voice better than... I think this guy can actually sing versus Holy Holly, whatever it's called. Yeah. Stikes. Strikes. Strikes. Well, I just feel like there's something more... Like, I, I really do feel like this guy has messages that, like, are really, really deep and mm. important. And like all of the this song, especially just like talking about like, um, you know, dead butterflies, like being like kind of a metaphor for stuff. So like, I was uh, watching um, Doom Patrol and thinking of the, uh, uh, the the guy that has like the knives in his head that kills people with like oh, yeah. butterflies and I don't know. Sorry. It's a <laughs> well, I mean it. Yeah, the, in a good record will make you think about like all kinds of weird stuff and like this record is an epic it's like long mm. it's it's uh there's songs like this that just like blow you away it's like this is grammy business right here it's gotta be do you think they'll get nominated i think they'll be nominated i don't think they'll win because there were some good bands nominated one year with like bring me the horizon there was i prevail if anything, this is a good album know? to win because you yeah. can get the metal hard crowd but then you got chorus like this mm-hmm. then yeah. it's rock it's like big arena rock i like it and this part's cool got like a cool like little interlude i like it dead butterflies was probably my favorite um was probably my favorite single for a while um I like the breakdown on animals better. Yeah. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, is this an ordinary extinction? Yes. Um, yeah, so vocals were cool. Um, whispers are whatever. Um, I love the scream. Some some of the lyrics are kind of cheesy. Like, Dead Butterflies is kind of cheesy. A little I love how this opens. Like, very techno. Can you see, like, a DJ playing? Yeah. Not... Like a heavy, like, like the, Daft the cars, Punk, like the Daft just, Punk guys, like in the back. Yeah, hand, but like, oh, Aoki so or something. Cool. I, I love this beat too. Very like 
just four on the floor. Like. Oh, <laughs> I was speaking of. I think we were talking about like Deftones are like heroin rock. Yeah. This is like ecstasy metal. You, like, yeah. you take XC and you go to like a big rave and listen to this music yeah. and just l- look at the lights and yeah, like this part is all like oh, dreamy and it's like yeah. So good. You imagine all the fucking lights they're gonna be like shooting off. Yeah. His scream, man, killer scream. Yeah. Uh, so good vocal, guitars, pretty solid. Um, kind of digitally sounding, but they're clean, man. I don't. Oh, how I mean, deep. they probably did record on fucking amps and stuff but yeah even those digital guitars are getting so goddamn yeah. good yeah they sound great um oh and this beat so cool the drum beat i like that in moments where this could be very plain I mean, like it, it could sound very bad but like the drummer decided to like take it you know take that part himself you know do 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 and this is how you cool. set up like a a club song. You have yeah. that for it, and then you drop down the bass. And then it's going to get big. And then drop it even more. Yeah, there it is. The drop. I love those, like, the background little, like, sounds, the little, like, lasery sounds. <laughs> the guitars are definitely complex, like, some yeah. of the stuff they're doing. But one thing with writing, too, is these guys, when you're in this, I don't know how they keep all their songs straight. Yeah. They have nine albums. Yeah, they have a lot. Because also, they're not... Like a four-year strong band, for example. They have a lot more broader ways of writing a song with notes. Like, they can go in and between pop and heavy. Yeah. That's that's their choice, and it's great. But this, they always have to... Architects and Marine Horizon always have to sound dark. They can't mm-hmm. have a song really be full in... A major. I mean, like, our last night did that once with like a really pop right. punky song. Right, and everyone hates that fucking song. Yeah, I think exactly. it's really good. Yeah, it's just it's like out of the. It's, 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 it's out of the blue. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. And so, I don't know. As a songwriter, I feel like you, they're just trapped with so many notes. You're only allowed yeah. to do. And there, there is one track on here. Um, I don't think it's. Is it in permanence? There's oh, it's track, the next one. There's one track where they kind of go. Yeah, this is it. Oh, I like this. This so. is a song where they are doing weird progressions and weird yeah. notes right there, like notes that don't shouldn't make sense, but then they kind of do. This one has a guest vocal. Oh, who's it again? Uh, Winston McCall of Pir- Parkway Drive. Oh, okay. I like Winston. Winston's a dope name. So, I mean, I, I just feel not bad, but it's just, it just sucks. I would hate to be like a songwriter having to only kind of write songs with three notes. I mean, yeah. not, I'm, I'm minimizing that, but I don't know. I do like I do like the ambience on this song, like the between all the heavy, like the, the yeah. pause, like it's really nice. I mean, this is something different. I appreciate this. This is something they're trying to do chords and notes that are not In, pop. Like, for some reason, when he sings that first line, it kind of gave me like fever vibes. Do, 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 Yeah. Like, very, like... I like the uh, breakdown on this one, too. Let's yeah, go, and that's Parkway Drive Guy uh, screams on this one. Yeah, the breakdowns are great, man. They are in... This is... Oh, one more chorus. I don't know, but yeah. There we go. Back a little 
This is very yeah, the build up and everything, right? Also very Beartoothy. Like Beartooth will like drop everything and they'll start some kind of chant and it'll go into the freaking breakdown. Well they didn't invent that though. No, they didn't, but it immediately reminded me. Dude, so heavy. <laughs> it actually. <laughs> oh, wait, where am I? Oh, I'm on the wrong one. What is it? What are you gonna get some? It's <laughs> pretty good. This um. I should do growls for bands. <laughs> I really like this one. Yeah, don't. <laughs> um, I really like this one. That guy's that scream was very like August Burns Red slash like kill switchy kind of mm -hmm. like scream. Yeah. So they, I like that this record can go from like being like kind of poppy metal to then being just like really really heavy. The the dynamic is amazing. There's a couple songs that are. Slow. Is this yeah, one like this one? is Flight Without Feathers. It's a uh, kind of an interlude song. Yeah, this is, this is the slow dance with your chick in the crowd. <laughs> Little break. It's it's cool to have like something that breaks it up. Never builds. It doesn't. I don't think it ever gets. Hard pass. All right, Little Wonder. This, this has one a, this has, has a one. guest vocalist named Mike Kerr. He's in Royal Blood. I don't know them. Royal Blood's like a rock and roll kind of band. Oh, UK? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. I like this. This is a cool... I do uh, like the order of the songs. Yeah. Nothing really was like, this song doesn't belong here. Like it flowed very well. Yeah. I like the chorus. It's a really good chorus. Cheesy lyrics. Sorry. Yeah, come on. That's cheesy. I like that little little after chorus deal. Sing your different song. Dance, 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 dance. <laughs> Sorry. Definitely catchy. Just, just uh, change the lyrics, and I like this song. Okay. Is there a breakdown? I think, yeah. I like that, like, no, those notes in there that change. That cool little sound in the back, too. Hold on, we gotta go back real quick because I wanna. I don't think we heard it. Oh, it's next song. That's why. Yeah, let's go move on. Animals. animals. This is this. I think is my favorite. It's like right Halloween now. song. And I wish they would done another like forty eight bars on the breakdown. Yeah, I um, love this song. I, I, after, it's so. After hearing this one, I want them to do a song together with Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Imagine ho oh, ooh, Sorry, a little so. hot. Um, can you imagine like a Hans Zimmer orchestra behind yeah. fucking architects? Good lord. I really dig this song because it's very, it sounds like a Halloween song. Another like, more cheer, cheesy lyrics though, like, 
we're all animals. Like, dude, fucking, uh, what's his face did that already, man? Um, Nine Inch Nails. Like, oh, it, yeah, yeah. Animals song. Come on. They've already, I do like the message to this song is just like, we eat each other alive, basically. We like. I'm not disagreeing. You know. Yeah, we are fucking animals out there. Yeah. We're just a bunch of fucking animals. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I know. I know, man. What else you got? I like it, though. And what does he say right there? Something about the alcohol? What? But we're afraid of the outcome. Don't cry to me because of the fiction that we're living in. I don't know. I think, if anything, I think the lowest point on the record is the lyrics. There's some cheesy lyrics in this. So, yeah, some of them, yeah. But then that's... Uh, Listen, I'm a guy that doesn't write lyrics. When I write songs yeah. in any band I was in, I never I wrote handed them. that off because I didn't want to do it. It's it's it's, it's a hard, hard job. It's yeah, hard. it's like what message are you gonna give? You know. So. But the 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 breakdown to yeah, this song is great. Oh, hold on. I hate when songs put fucking sirens in their songs. Don't don't do that. Oh, was there I, sirens? Yeah, there's it? little sirens. Because I remember hearing this and going, "Where's where's the cop? Where's the oh, cop?" Oh yeah, I'm, like people listen to the, your, your albums while they're driving. Don't <laughs> do that shit. Come on. <laughs> Watch right here. Not that. It's coming. Hear it. Oh yeah, it's 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 barely Subtle, there, but, but it's like, yeah. Oh, so good. I love that there's like electronics going on there too, like electric percussion. <laughs> I fucking love that. I love that sound. So cool. I, see, I wanted like, another one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like frog. <laughs> it sounds like a bullfrog. What's the next um, one? Libertine. Libertine. This is one of my favorite songs. Like I love this riff. This freaking riff is very CKY. I was like, this is a CKY-ish sounding riff when the guitar comes in. I can see a Doom Patrol episode starting like this. Yep. Oh, so good. If uh, if no hockey teams play none of these songs this season, I'm gonna be pissed. I know all these songs are great, like in between oh, periods, yeah. in between drops songs. Fuck yeah! Oh, so good. I guess is, is this maybe like the new arena rock? It could be, but I think it has a little bit too much like screaming and stuff for a lot of people to be into it like it's still not completely accessible i don't think but maybe but this is at least the most close this is the most mainstream of that stuff. Yeah, yeah very close i would say bring me the horizon is now pretty I saw, much there. i saw a list the other day it was like the top bands of each uh year yeah and bring the horizon was one of them i don't remember which year i was like what? I just Come on. okay, so like I maybe it was I, rock bands. Maybe that was why I was so specific. Might have been rock bands. The thing with me is I really, really like Bring Me the Horizon for a single reason. That's the spirit. When that record came out, and great record. They had they had songs on there about what I was like 
you know, going through and stuff, anxiety, uh, depression, things like that. That is great. That's why I like Bring Me The Horizon. It's like that record. And then they release Amo, which is not great. And I don't necessarily fully love it, but there are certain aspects of it I really like. And then the new record that they just released, I like a lot again because it's got heavy shit on it. But well, let's agree. I that. don't think they are great. The great like, we gotta agree though that the production on the, all the albums that we're talking about are, yeah, are amazing. Stellar. Like yeah. w- what the sound is coming out of, is, yes. it, it sounds great. We're just talking about the writing and I think yeah, it's, how, how it's <laughs> it just yeah, it was a mess. Like the, Bring Me the Horizon's a bit of a mess right now, but like this is the structured version I, of I what I don't think they would agree with you. I think they think I think they're doing just fine. I think they would, but I'm talking about as a listener when I hear all the yeah. songs together. I'm like, it's ca- it's all over the place, chaos. This is very well put together. It's almost like a novel. Like, you Bring know, Horizon kind of lost me with when they started bringing in singing because I knew he couldn't do it. Yeah, and I miss like fucking Chelsea Grin, like that oh, kind of shit. Great, like, yeah. and uh, I'm not saying don't sing at all because like I love the Ghost Inside. Yeah. They do choruses that they're singing, but it's the it's like not even twenty five percent of yeah. like their songs. I don't well, maybe about that. But, but that's this a guy, good amount. Now, Bring Me the Horizon is trying to do like half and half, and but it's just not working. These guys do I, it yeah, right though. And like, I'm okay with these guys doing because because you know when like and one I was of your biggest. To, I was introduced to them later too, so I was even if they didn't have anything. Yeah, I'm gonna find out because I'm gonna go back, but. You know when one of your biggest followers is the drummer of Thrice that you're a freaking good band because he, you know, he listens to good stuff and he's seen them live and talks about how great they are and Goliath. This one has Biffy Biffy Clyro's Random. They're a Scottish rock band. The whole band is on it? No, just uh, Uh, Simon Neal, the singer. What's the band called? Biffy Clyro. Biffy Clyro. You know, all the band names have been written. You know, everyone, but that's something I've never heard before. They, um, this is a great song, but, um, they, like, they don't do this type of music at all. The, the, in fact, like, Royal Blood doesn't do this kind of music either. Oh, you mean the other bands? Oh, they make architects. Like, this sounds like our target. It's really cool to hear them bring in people who don't do this. And I think he he screams on this. Is that him singing in the back? It's later in the song. I, think, I don't know. This didn't sound like the singer watch. Part after this. Not this. That I think so, but it's brief, but at the end, he sings. Yeah. That's not the architect singer. Yeah, no. And so if you go to the, I like... Think, I think this was the song I was like, wait, that's not him. If you got, like, a breakdown, or in, get to the breakdown, there's... he. I think he also screams on it. Like, that's him. Biffy Clyro guy. Watch his scream. It's crazy, because I'll play you some music after so you can hear them. Nothing like this. Huh. But his scream is awesome at this part. It gets super high. Come on. I, come on, Breakdown. Where get, are you? Get there. Right here. Fuck yeah, dude. I love that scream. If we were 
That's a fucking. He is not sing, sing screaming. That's a scream. Yeah. Like he's getting tortured. <laughs> I love wow. it. I didn't really listen to that part. I'll play some of their music after, and you're going to be like, what? <laughs> wow. Um, Demigod, one of my other favorite songs next. Weird. Has mm. weird, like, string stuff going on. Sounds like you're in the desert, kind of. What's a demigod? Demigod is, like, not a... Let me tell, let me give you an exact definition, but it's not... See, this is another song that. where they're going in out of their norm of... Uh, it's a being with partial or lesser divine status than the major deity. So it's like a minor deity. So like uh, Hercules? Hercules yeah, and demigods? Yeah. Okay. And uh, and uh, Moana, what's his name? The guy, the the Maui. Yeah, he's a demigod. I've never seen that. It's a good movie. I like it. I like the chorus. <laughs> fucking drummer, man. Love the chorus. This drummer is just constantly busy. You must be like incredible. These metal drummers just are must be incredible shape. You oh have, yeah. You have to be. Yeah. Do you ever see a fat metal drummer? Rarely. It's very, they got like an evanescency style like piano part. I think what's what they're doing is that first note is supposed to be minor, but they're making it a major note. And it bends. I like that bend. Yeah. Well, it falls. This song is haunting to me. Like it just something about it. I was like. Everything about this song is, it gave me the chills when I listened to it because I had these on and I was like, oh my God, like, this is crazy. Is there a breakdown in this one? No, I don't think so. Is there? If it, it, it would be you right You guys go to like the three-fourths line of a song for a breakdown, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's always up near the end. Yeah, I think there's one right after this. I want to hear it if there is. It's so cool that it's very thricey that drum part. You'll say that's everything though. But oh, then those, again, yeah, those, I those strings too. Then, that no hunt. That's right. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, it gives you the chills. Sounds like a fucking James Bond song. Yeah, Architect should do the next James Bond song. They should. That'd be fucking tight. That would be amazing. Nah, fuck it. Thrice. Thrice deserves it more. <laughs> they would do a better... Thrice would actually do a better job. No offense. They would be less screaming. Oh, yeah, you're right. Thrice should. Is there... No? No, no break. That's okay. cool. Sorry I do that. like that they have a song with so, them. Oh. This is a great one. I just showed Corey the, uh, the video. Or on Speaking the floor. Of, yeah, if you guys like this record, go watch their videos. They came out with some fucking cool videos for this. And did it the right way. They put like each, each single out with a video with it. And then, and then release the album all together. This is a fun song. This is uh, it's cool animation too. Yeah, I, man, I, I don't think I could ever. I, I don't want to direct an animated video because I I don't know how to animate. So it's like yeah. I'd be telling someone what to do. But man, it's I don't know how they do that kind of stuff, man. It's, oh, this is such a good song. So th this is a fucking welcome. Here, hold on. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Honda Center. 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 Tonight, 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 or duck, 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 duck. Against, against the Colorado, 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 Colorado. This uh, echo sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like this yeah, would be a great, 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 great
Thanks, Thanks to our Honda sponsors tonight. Everyone here gets a Honda towel. Yeah. That's the kind of music you want to write. That's how you get the yeah. money, dude. But I like it. This song is called Meteor. It's literally <laughs> Meteor hitting the earth. Uh, yeah. But it also has those undertones of like, I, I think in the video he's like taking pills and stuff and he's like trying with like. I think it's kind of like the whole world knows this meteor is coming. They can yeah. see it, but he's trying to live, trying to ignore it by yeah. taking these pills and then finally like, yeah, I'm just gonna face kind, my face my fears. Kind of a metaphor for like the mental health issues that the person is experiencing death. and yeah, death and everything because it. The the last song on this record, my God, is We're almost there. We got one it, more, I think. It, oh, this, no, this is, is it. it. This, is it. this song is beautiful. Dying is absolutely safe. Okay, and I like it. It's beautiful. This song is beautiful. It's got like a crazy when everything comes back in. All those violins. Yeah, it's really pretty, and I like that it's stripped down. I don't usually like an outro song to be like stripped down like this, but like they did it right. They did it this, really well. This one, they must have uh, ended it with a big band, right? I'm gonna fast forward. Yeah, a bit. they do. I like the lyrics. Oh, that's right. It's a little My Chemical Romance at the end. Oh, it's so pretty. Oh, it's like yeah, it's almost like a send off. All right, let's go back a little bit though. It's not as like a big. Dun, 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 dun. Like I'm, just, you know. Yeah. Like, but yeah, this is uh, yeah. It has that My Chemical Romance uh, death parade. What's it called? Uh, Black parade. Black parade. Kind of Black feels parade. at the end. Oh, um, I love the le- the vocal, the vocal pattern on this song. Like, gave me the shivers. It's so beautiful. You haven't seen them live, have you? I, I really, I have no, I to. I gotta, yeah. I gotta see if these guys are the real deal live. Um. All right, let's get into. What'd you give it? Let's go. Just. I gave this record a 94. I you love this record, man. I f- th- there isn't always a record that comes along and makes it like I'm kind of getting emotional about it right now. I can but see a a record that comes out that makes you cry is it's beautiful. Yeah. Like the end at the end of this record, I felt so much like emotion and like hope because he talks about the world being fucked but at the same time saying like we have the power to change it if we do it now because we don't have much time left and like even meteor is a metaphor for that like we're going we're fucked if we don't fix this and honestly a meteor could just wipe us out at any minute (laughs) and like the urgency the this record is a ma- is their masterpiece. I'm not gonna say like it's the best record of all time, but it is up there for me, like on some of my favorites. They didn't just shit this record. It's out. an they, epic. They took their time. Yeah. They, I, yeah, you could tell that they put some time and care into this record. Although I will say, lyrically, there are some like missteps. I think that could when you're have been... doing 15 tracks and you've done yeah. eight albums, I mean, you start running out of cool. Yeah. words and stuff that you don't want to repeat. It's hard, yeah. You know? And and then on, on top of that, not copy anyone else. All the other bands that are doing the same fucking like you don't yeah. want to copy a phrase that Premier Horizon is doing cuz you got to be aware of all that stuff and Yeah. I I yeah. loved it. I like and the reason I started listening to these guys really is Riley from Thrice. Like I follow him on Instagram and everything and he mentions them all the time and I'm like I need to listen to this band and I was like, "My god." 
this yeah, part, been on it's my all, radar, but like it's all quiet. Yeah, I never got into them. I, I would hear songs go, fuck, damn, this band is good and I should listen to more. And then I wouldn't for some reason. But now I'm going to. It's refreshing that we have a album like this that has come out. You know, this yeah. is the build up right here. But um, what do you think? I gave it an 88.5. That is really good still. I was pretty critical on the on the, 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 the uh, lyrics. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's perfect. I gave most, uh, not five, I gave quality five. Like overall, mm-hmm. this, the sound and everything, this is what bands even if it's not your genre copy what these guys are doing and how they're doing it um i love the album cover um re-listenability i'll keep listening to this been listening it all week not all the songs listen to this um this is beautiful and i wish i don't think this is real strings and band i wish it was i don't know maybe but i don't it doesn't sound super fake, but also I they're, things sound just like good you're saying now. with like yeah, guitar tones. dude. Yeah, they're getting real good at it. They have like they have like keyboards now that have, you can like move like that sensitivity feeling. So you could play a violin and have like a little vibrato with oh. your finger. It's crazy. What an what an outro to a record. It's yeah, did they get song. a real chorus to do this? I think and then the in a nice beach sound. Um, yeah, great record. Great record. Um, and then the backwards. Like the. I don't think I ever like fully listened to the very end. Some good panning going on, too. Yeah. Do you know the, where the phrase panning comes from? I don't. It's one that goes left and right. It's from a panner. Oh, panning gold. Panning yeah. gold. Um, that's what I've heard, anyways. So that's the end of the record, but I like. The way I think of it is if you can have an impact as strong as it had on me, like yeah. I'm like, damn, you did your job. And good job, Architects. You've been through shit, and you guys have come out and like made amazing music. So, Good job. Yeah, we should give a little applause for every like, good record or movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, we well, we're going to give one to this one. We're going to get into the movie now. Oh, um, what a good episode today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well... Most of the time, I will say, like, like I recommend for sure the Architects record if you're into that kind of music. This movie's rough. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'd recommend it. Not to say it's not good. Like, this is a well-done movie, but it's rough. It's, it's gonna, definitely... It's gonna, especially if you're a white male, it's going to make you feel like a piece of shit. And, and, it's, it's, and rightfully so. <laughs> it's very important, um, I think, but you have to go into it prepared. Because yeah. I didn't go into it... Like, I knew what it was, kind of, but yeah. I didn't know how No, intense. neither did I. Uh, yeah. Set it up a little bit. Oh, um, Judas and the Black Messiah um, is based on a true story, but, like, for, at the end, it was, it had all the little, like, facts and stuff, and I'm like, mm. this is pretty much, like, a, like, almost well, like yeah, a biopic. But there's, like, like these little conversations narrative between two people that you're like ah they we don't know for sure what they said so essentially it's set it's set during the um like Direct, civil rights by era shaka king I wanted to say yeah that. and um it's about the black panther party and there's like an um the fbi is trying to infiltrate and kind of take down the leader of this party um Oh my gosh! Why am I? Well, they're trying to take down all the leaders. Yeah, I mean, he's just Fred Thompson is a uh, Fred, Tom- yeah, Fred, Fred uh, Thompson. Hampton? Is... Fred Hampton. Fred Hampton. Oh, I'm sorry, Fred Hampton. What did I say? Fred Thompson? Yeah, Fred Hampton. And then... I think that's another political guy. He's a white dude. And let me just say, Daniel Kulaya 
Who played he, him? Yeah, who yeah. played him, and he's been in, like, I think, was it Get Out? Yeah, it was Get Out. And he's uh, Black Panther's best friend. And then that also ties in with Ryan Coogler? Ryan, is that, yeah. He directed Black Panther. He produced this. My gosh, like, yeah. great actor. And so is Lakeith Stanfield, the guy who's, like, you know, I infiltrating. Lo- I love him, um, but I think this is one of his least... How do you say at least best performances? I don't know. Or is his more uneventful than most he of was, his others? In, in Get Out, he wasn't in it very long, but that his character was like, I'll always remember his character. And then he was also in, um, what else was he in? Um, He's a great chameleon actor, but this one, I just didn't think he was showing his great chops. He did a good job, but I think he could just do better. That's Knives all. Out, he was Knives in. Out, yeah. He was in Sorry to Bother You. I didn't see that. But I heard it's really yeah, random. and that too. It's like those are three different kind of weird Selma. movies. Okay, so yeah, it just seemed like I don't know. He looks exactly like Dave Chappelle to me, like almost <laughs> exactly. I thought you were gonna say the actual guy he was portraying because they. Oh, they and he him. looks yeah, exactly yeah. like him. That's... Um, Jesse Plemons again, like one of the. To, we need to see him not look like Jesse. Plemons. Uh... He just look always it's, looks like him. Yeah, he's like this. Uh, and it's I get very, it. like surly type. It, like it's like this trusting face and guy, but he always he evil. Play, play evil behind, like with Breaking Bad and. Um, oh, I like that movie we saw him in. Uh, I'm thinking about ending things. Holy crap! Remember that uh, when he drives with the with things. the girl, like they're going to his parents or whatever, and oh, shit gets right. weird. Yeah, yeah, another. Yeah, thank you. I was trying to remember what that movie was. Um, yeah, so I'd like to see him not look like him. Yeah, he. He's a great actor. He he's does a wonderful he fucking kills actor. what he's casted as, but I just I, I know he can spread his wings. And let me just speak on the best thing. One of the best things about this movie to me is the music. The music is incredible. Like it moves like a jazz piece. Like the whole movie. Just it's so good. Um I don't think it's yeah, they didn't write anything. Oh, the first song they did, but the rest of the songs are just uh, songs, yeah. modern songs. Which is, uh, and that's the other thing, is there's some modern day songs in here, though. Like Jay Z's on here. And which is ASAP interesting. Rocky and. Yeah. But I think. Um, Nas. It, it It's such an intense movie, though. Like, you're on edge the whole time because you don't know. Like, Lake- even, even though, like, Lakeith Stanfield's character, Bill. Uh, oh. Neil? Neil. Um, even though he like, he's you f- you really feel for him because of what he was forced to do. He was essentially forced to do this. Like he had a choice, but if he did, if he backed out, what would happen to him? You know what I mean? Well, but by the end of it, we 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 learned that he made over two hundred thousand dollars. It's true in like modern money. So. Couldn't have just stashed some of that money away and moved to California, bud. So, <laughs> you know, opened up a gas station somewhere else. I guess I he was like given a gas station, but yeah, I, I hear you. And it's that time I, I can never imagine what it yeah. is to be a black male at that time, even now. So I don't know, but yeah, you're giving that much money. <laughs> you're stealing cars. Yeah, <laughs> you steal a car and go to another state, man. But <laughs> oh. I think he, I think he liked it though. He, yeah, I think that was one of the things we we saw at the end is like when the detective uh, see, he sees him in that church 
yeah. enjoying it. Like, oh my not, gosh, that part is he like was saying like either the greatest actor out there or you actually believe this stuff. So and that was a kind of scary moment because it was yeah. like, oh, what's he gonna do to me right now? Um, yeah, yeah and I like that the FBI. What's the character's name? The FBI. Jesse Plemons character. Um, let me see. I like that he was always comfortable in all of his surroundings. He never was on edge like Bill was. He even in that church, he was untouchable. Roy Mitchell. He was untouchable, you know? Yeah. He's an FBI guy. And he that smiles. Time. That smile is so evil. <laughs> like but, he is but, such... but then it's like you want to trust it. That's yeah. why it's so evil. Yeah. And like it, it's crazy the corruption, the amount of corruption that was going on at this time and like the you know still even, going. Yeah, it is. Definitely. Yeah, black people are still getting shot in their fucking yeah. beds. It's it's awful. Ridiculous. And that's exactly what happens in this movie. I mean, spoiler or whatever, but like the end is the most tragic. I was so sad after watching that. Shot, that. that shot of him, his wife. Yeah. They were. Were they ever? Were they married? I don't think they were married. They were going to get married. I think. I right. I don't remember seeing because he went to prison yeah. and yeah, then she found out she she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like sitting on top of him at that one point, like trying to wake him up. And yeah. I was just like, oh my God, this is so sad. Writing was good. Um, mm-hmm. I was somewhat comparing it to the Chicago 7 because it's. I haven't seen that yet. I oh, need to watch it. Dude, you got to see that. Yeah. I, it's a little bit, it's funnier. It's This movie has like very limited no, yeah. v- at all humor. Chicago Sevens, it you know, it's got Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen in it, so it's yeah, and that's pretty great. Um, but it's about the same kind of stuff, like um, like injustice. And, and even even one of the Seven is a Black Panther who yeah. is in there, even though he's not even associated and was and not even near where these guys. It's a whole other thing, so it is associated. I I think I mean this movie and Chicago, Chicago Seven are gonna be up for Oscars whenever that is. If oh, that's gonna be a tough choice. I think Chicago Seven gets it. It's just better writing, better. There's a lot more characters. There's some great scenes where there's like eight people talking, and it's like because it's Aaron Sorkin. Oh yeah, it's why it's so good. This is a good movie, but I don't think it's a best picture yeah. winner. But that being said, the Academy the last few years. Back up a little bit. I the Academy Awards are like the Super Bowl of movies. Yeah. Like we got to watch it. Regardless, even if, you know, your team isn't in the For Super sure. Bowl, you still watch the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? And this is the, next to the Golden Globes and, and but the enemies don't even do movies, you know, this is the pinnacle of the thing, movie yeah. awards. So, like, this is all we got. The last few years, and 10 years maybe, I feel like it's been, especially Best Picture, and it goes in every, every category, but Best Picture especially is that the winners are getting the win, the winners are winning because of the climate mm. of what's the it's not necessarily the best movie that was made that year but what's the best movie made that year that is with the climate mm, mm-hmm. so unfortunately i think this movie's going to get more talked about than tenant which is ridiculous because tenant is a fucking cinematic masterpiece and what they did and what it's but it's it's not this is the minor leagues compared yeah. to the fucking tenant and i just i, I don't, I don't want it it's, it's and now it sucks too because in this climate if i talk shit on this movie then now i'm a bad guy but i'm a guy that just reviews movies on a podcast like i'm yeah. supposed to compare this movie to chicago seven with tenant because that's the point of the best yeah. picture nominee like i don't know though i like 
I like Tenet. It's a masterpiece in filmmaking. And I, yeah, I I'm don't, being biased because I love Christopher Nolan. I'm always rooting I, for him, but... I don't know, like... Do you think this movie's better con- than Tenet? Content-wise, I... Not, overall. Like, filmmaking-wise, like... I'm curious what your... Special... Uh, here, I'm going to look it up. Okay, so I appreciate this movie's... Con- I like this movie's content more than I liked Tenet. Like... Okay. Content. Oh yeah, because you only gave Tenant sixty nine. However, like however, I am not going to sit there and say that Tenant is not like a piece of filmmaking mastery. Yeah, I don't think it's his strongest written film at all in no, any way. I'll agree with that. But we figured that out in the previous episode, right? Yeah, but I don't. That I know that that score is low. I don't hate the movie it's just the content you're, wasn't you're comparing him to himself which yeah. is like almost the biggest compliment you can give to someone and the con- so. the content wasn't as like gripping to me as like this is yeah. so like in a best picture race i'd pick this in a filmmaking like director special maybe director those types okay. of things i would say tenant still this but I don't think that I haven't seen the other movie yet. True. I have to see the other movie. I do think this is an important yeah. film. Um, I'm not just scru- I'm just scrutinizing. Yeah, That's all it is. for sure. I'm not talking shit. No, I know is, that. No, I know you know. I but the listener doesn't know that scrutinizing is supposed to. It's supposed to be positive and good. I'm, but we're not, and it's it's not talking so much about the like at all about the content. It's about the filmmaking of that mm-hmm. content. And like, for me, this movie hit me in like the right way to where I was like, oh, I I gave it a 90. So, like, I would say that, like, if it was, it would at least deserve to be nominated. I'm going to put you on a little spot, though. You gave it 90. Yeah. Do you feel like you were, not forced, but in the back of your mind, you were trying to give it some more points because of the what the content, content? was about? No, um, I, I I just I gave it an eighty two. I gave it a high score too, but I didn't give it a ninety. I didn't think it was that. Good. I think my and I'm even surprised by eighty two. I would think it, it, my gut feeling is more like a seventy five. Yeah, high, maybe maybe seventy nine, almost eighty. This I is think, almost a really good movie. I think some of my favorite movies are historical fiction, like. Yeah. I, I love and that goes with historical fiction. Best picture nominees. It is it all about the story. Mm-hmm. Is it and that helps in too? Is it like historical shit always? Yeah, because at this it. point, like, I think we're getting to a point where like we're we we can we have a diverse range of actors and movies and like more more mm-hmm. so we need more, but um, I do feel like the ones that really stand out like this one. Is it deserves the credit it's going to get, and but there are movies out there that like, like this, you this say, is better than most movies that are out there. Yeah, but if you're going to compete with the better movies that are out there, you have to. Yeah, you gotta be good. You know, mm-hmm. so that's good. I, think, I like that. What I just said. But then I'm thinking about like movies that have come out recently. If we're talking about like the climate and everything that didn't do so well, like a little, what's it called? Like little people or something like that. Um. Oh, what was it called? <clears throat> I don't know, but there is a movie. And I'm thinking about it that I want you and the listener to watch. I haven't seen it either, but I'm hearing really good things. It's called Greenland. Greenland. Have you heard about it? I have not. Let me look it up. Um. Some dead air going on here. Yeah. All I know is that, like, be beyond 
what's going on right now, it really sucks in like to think that we're still dealing with a lot of the crap that's happening that happened in this film. Like a lot of the corruption, a lot of the you know, but at least film is being made about it. At least I do love the comparison of the KKK and the Black Panther. I'm not saying they're the same thing, but KKK did some horrible things, but man, Black Panthers fucking just shot cops for no reason. Mm. And I don't agree with that. I am in the middle. Sorry. Like, I understand why you're doing it because you're so angry and frustrated and you feel like that's the only option. But but it's not. Well, I think faced with it goes back to like the animal idea. Like when faced with something that is so harsh and difficult like we can't we never know how we're going to react as people too like um i can't imagine what it's like to have to walk like look over your shoulder all the time that's awful um i i'm not condoning violence but at the same time it's like what's gonna get you to listen like like what is really gonna get you to listen for example this is not a spoiler or anything but one of the guys in the party pulls up to a deli where two cops go in they're frisking these black guys for no yeah. reason yes that's a bad thing it's awful yeah but he goes in and fucking tries to murder oh I remember he yeah he walked in these and tried cops and then he gets killed and then they praise him like this not a martyr what do they call is it a martyr well, yeah it would be a martyr and it's like no dude that's not good don't not praise don't look up to this fucking but guy. I think the f- he's a murderer regardless yeah. of who you're killing it was in cold blood. But I do think that the film, while it was showing that, the, the message I got from it is, like, this is also what it led to as well. Like, people going and taking things into their own hands and trying to, like, you know, kill cops that could be, for all they know, innocent. They were bad. Right? I'm not yeah. saying the cops were all innocent, no. But then the, the other one, where at the end, the guy, the cop is... Got the flashlight and looking for the guy, and he fucking sh- shoots his head off and is pleading with the guy to save him. And he shoots his point blank. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not that scene. Who knows what actually yeah. happened? But I mean, we might know with pol- police uh, records and stuff. But then they praise that guy too. It's like uh, I'm sorry, I don't support that at all. Well, I don't support the murdering of like I don't support anybody really. Even, but <laughs> even if we found the guys that attack 9/11 go up and just point Blake shoot them in the head like no I, I don't agree with that I mm-hmm. yeah it's it's probably what should be done but that's a different comparison that's well it terrible, is that's a terrible comparison. and I'll challenge you and I because I I tend to fall on the on the um the end of like killing is it's it's awful it's a terrible thing on any level but like Violence begets violence. Like, that's what's... Can't fi- fire with fire. Sometimes you can. But, I mean, that's yeah. our natural instinct. And I can't imagine, again, the fear that people face running down the street, like, jogging, exercising, and then getting shot by some random person. And then the in the news, like, everybody's like, well, he was a criminal. And it's like, no, he wasn't, though. Like, some of these people who are getting killed, like, black people that are getting killed, like, they... they were going about their daily business and they died, you know, and it happens. It, it happens. happens to, sorry. It happens to white people too. It happens to and like, it happens sorry. to a wide range of people and like the cops. It just like, seems like it happens more to black people. And the cops need to like, it needs to, there needs to be accountability and like not in the, a, Hey, like you're all like 
you're all bad because not all are bad. No. But accountability, like in any industry. I think that. I think there are terrible teachers out there that shouldn't be teaching and that are teaching like, you know, in racist ways or in ignorant ways. And like, we should keep that in check. Like. I think it'd be a huge. I think it's ridiculous that when these police shootings happen, then the families sue for tens of millions of dollars. The taxpayer pays it. Mm-hmm. it that comes out of taxpayer. Should money. be coming from the fucking police the organization. Unions. Yeah. Let's see how these police shootings come down when the police are mm-hmm. legitimately yeah. accounted uh, accountable for what they're absolutely. It's ridiculous that the taxpayer has to pay for these fucking police murders. These police unions have billions mm-hmm. in their goddamn uh savings accounts Fuck and it's that. it's it would be and that's coming from i listen i'm pro police i come from my stepdad is a retired yeah LA county sheriff so i and he's told me some fucked fucked up stories and yeah and of I've, course i've done right along so these guys are heroes in my eyes i always like to see but man they do need to be accounted for Sorry. i'll continue to and i agree I'll continue to always say that the world is not black and white, but gray, like in terms of... I see a rainbow, Corey. Do you? I see a rainbow. You know what? I think overall, this movie is good because it's going to give people like us conversations. Oh, and it opens your eyes to injustice and how it feels systemic. It's not... It's something that's been happening for so long that... We shouldn't be used to it. We should never get used to it. We should always fight injustice in any form. You know, it doesn't matter what. And that if this, you watch this movie and don't feel bad yeah. for the black people, you need electro thought shock therapy yeah. or something because you have no sympathy. What's yeah. wrong with you? When we want to, as much as I don't, I disagree with the Black Panthers. I sympathize with these this that community. Like you can still sympathize with that community. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, empathize. What did I say? Sympathize? Yeah. Well, sympathize is feel sorry for. Empathize is like... Oh, both. I, guess I would both. feel awful if I but was in that position. I'm both, I guess. Yeah. I, I have both. All right, let's move on. But great movie. Great movie. I recommend watching it. Um, It'll be up for Oscars. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I wanted to mention for the next one for listeners, Greenland. It stars Gerard Butler. I know. I know. I like him, I but I know some people know. are like... Just, you know, he makes some weird movies sometimes, but... I'm hearing some really cool things about this movie. I don't want to overhype it too much. I all I know it's about kind of the end of the world, like we were talking about with uh, um, the Architects album. So watch it. Um, you want to get into this uh, Office game? Office game, yes. He's on his phone. He's not even paying attention. So, no, 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 no. My turn thing okay. for the vaccine just <laughs> messaged me. Gotcha. I'll leave the music on. All right. Do you want to? Uh, you got the cards? I do. They're right here. So what we could do is we'll just each take one. If we get it wrong, we have to take a... Well, you got to read it to me. Yeah. So you you want to go first? Yeah, you read one to me first. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. What is Jan's Candle Company called? (laughs) Serenity by Jan. Yep. All right. One. What was warehouse worker... Uh, Higatoshi Hasegawa's profession when he, in, he lived in Japan? A. Yuzuka boss, B. Heart surgeon, or C. Mercenary? Heart to surgeon. <laughs> the best. The best. All right. Uh, how many salespeople are there in the Scranton <laughs> office in season three? 
There's no multiple choice? Nope. Okay, season three. <clears throat> In think, the sales. I think that's... I think they merged by then. So let's see. Jim, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to say six. Nope, seven. Jim, Jim Dwight, Phyllis Stanley, Andy, Karen... Who else? Ryan. Oh, fucking Ryan. Was he a salesman by then? Yeah. God damn it. Put it on a piece of bread for me. Yeah, I'm gonna, I broke up some bread. Okay. Yeah, we're eating the, the last dab. Is that good? That's good. Yeah, it's for, for it's really it. hot. Would you have gotten that? Yeah. No. No, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have guessed Ryan. That's a, that's the little fucker. God, I hate Ryan. He's a bastard. Uh, oh, good bread. Stanley's one of my favorite. This hot sauce is very hot, but man, it's got such good flavor. Yeah, it does. Oh my God. Last dab. Mm, so good. Got the Apollo okay. pepper. Oh, my turn. Right here. Oh, here we go. Oh, okay. Which accountant directed the After Hours episode? Uh. Oh, I don't you can know just his say name. his character name. Kevin Bum Bombart Bum Brian Brian, Brian Bombart Bombart. That is correct. Yeah. All right. In which city was the official office rap party held on May 4th, 2013? No multiple choice. Um, Do you want me to give you multiple choice? I can make it up. No. Say it again. In which city was the official office rap party held on May 4th, 2013? It's gotta be Los Angeles. That's like Los Angeles. Scranton. PA. They did, went to Scranton. Yeah. Oh man, you're gonna. Then again, I I'm... thought I was gonna kill this game. I'm getting. These are kind of hard on. These I are thought hard they're... on your end. So Scranton crossed my mind, but then I was thinking, why would they? They mean they fl- they flew the entire crew yeah, I, out there just for a fucking party. Them. Yeah. God, I wish I had some of that NBC money. This is yeah, this is good. It's good mm. stuff though, huh? That's very. Good. All right. You. Oh sorry. I didn't look at it, so. Oh, I know this one. You're getting all the easy ones. Which cast member shot the original opening credit footage while searching researching Scranton, PA? No, uh, no multiple choice. No multiple choice. <clears throat> Jim, uh, b- uh, b- uh, b- uh, John Krasinski. That's correct. All right. <sighs> I got scared on that one. A little, for a little fun fact about Always Sunny: They did the same thing. The the, the gang, the guys drove around Philly and. That's the that's the intro for Always Sunny. Yeah, right. I was like, oh. all right. How many Christmas episodes are there? Oh, God damn, these are fucking hard. Do you want me man. to like do a new? No, hold on, easier hold on. One? Let me think about this. I I want to be a. I can do it. Okay. So we have the Benihana one. We have the uh, Phyllis is a Santa one. Moroccan Christmas. Um. Morocco Christmas now. Um, yeah, do we count all those? <laughs> um, oh, um, the limousine driver one. <laughs> Ooh, Santa Bond. How are you dealing with that? That's so hot. Are you eating it without even? I because there was a little on the side. And- oh, um, yeah. My my tongue is on fire. It's very hard to figure out these. I'm gonna say. All I got is four right now, but I feel like there's one more. Oh, yeah, the uh, Secret Santa one. I'm going to say five. Seven. Seven? Fuck! 
<laughs> Easy. Oh, God, I have the worst shit. A little bit. Just get some water. You have water ready. I am drinking the water. All right, here we go. Thank you for eating it, too. Oh, come come get I, my phone. Am I too loud? Alright. Alright, this is gonna be a hard one. You're not gonna get this one because I don't know this one. Which mega fan runs the website Office Tally and was a guest star on the series finale? Wait, go again? Which mega fan runs the website Office Tally and was a guest star on the series finale? No multiple answer. Let's get that bread. Jo- uh, 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 jo- um, uh, Josh Groban? No. Damn it. Dab that shit up. Oh, All right, I'll go, it's, I'll it's, go. Uh, it's uh, Jenny Tan. All right, I'll go a little bit big. Because you've been going. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Boom. I've had, th- I think, three so far. All right. Come on. A couple more. All right. This episode's going kind of long anyways. What did Jim train Dwight to eat by restarting his computer? <laughs> Altoids. Yeah, mints. I think it was Altoids. Be, 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 yeah. be, Dwight Mint, Mint Dwight. How many episodes of the Office Office are there? Um, sixty-five. Sixty-five. I'll give. Come on, guess again. Um, think about kidding. this. How many seasons are there, and how many are percent? <laughs> Some of the seasons have like twenty episodes. Nine. Um, Not two hundred. Sorry, two hundred and one. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that. These are way harder than I thought they were going to be. <clears throat> He's dabbing. All right, one more each. Let's get out of here. How many times? How many times does Michael fake fire Pam? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's only. Hard. I think it's only. Why are they asking? Yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm trying. To, I know there's at least one. Fake fires her. Um, I'll say three, two. Damn it! What's the other one? I was I was only thinking of one where with Ryan. Well, I was thinking of the one in the beginning. Remember when? Yeah, what Ryan's in there? You threw away the yeah. I don't know the other time. <laughs> Thanks. What's? Ah, uh, so hot. What is the second time you shake fires her? Oh, I remember. God damn it. I do remember. What? It's when um, the Michael Scott paper company merges back with Dunder Mifflin, and he can only keep Ryan or Pam. And he goes, I'm going to give the job to Ryan. And then, yeah, that's what it is. God damn it. All right. One more for you. That's it. All right. Here we go. On which Grant Avenue is the brick building in the opening credits located? On which Scranton Avenue... Is the brick building in the opening credits located? The f- I have no idea. Uh, uh, paper way? I don't know. Mifflin. Damn. Do you know what street the uh, um, where they actually filmed the office on is called? Dunder. I don't know. No, it's it's actually though uh, an inside joke with the show. Satakoy. It's where Idris Alba worked. Set set Satakoy Steel. They, the 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 actual building where they filmed the office is on Satakoy Street. So yeah. hot, very hot. It's good though. It's good. It's good. Great. It's good. It's good burn. That was awesome. Good episode. All right. You don't have your uh, computer. I do. Oh, 
So I don't have you plugged in. Do you All have right. a song you want to outro I, with? I uh, I don't, but I can. All right, let me just do it because I am hooked up. You do it. All right. Um, so so scrooney.com. Got all of our episodes. We got some merch. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Long, got yeah. the dissected record. Ooh, um, movie. Hot sauce burps. Um, let's do another uh, pop quiz. Mm-hmm. Oh, this. Here, I'll do the other band I was gonna do earlier. I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you know them though. Um, Instagram, so so scrutiny. Facebook, all that stuff. The Stocksy, Robert Arthur Main on Instagram. And do you know who this is? Sounded like a static lullaby. That's a very good guess, Corey. That's a very good guess. Or from modern ashes or No, Stock Lullaby. I will give you that's the singer of this band, but it's not a Stock Lullaby. The Undertaker's something. No. Uh, this is his other project called Elevate I Am. Oh, dope. Uh, are they new are they still making music? No. This was in two thousand eleven. Um, yeah, Stock Lullaby guy and then some other dudes from other bands and then Chris Como. From uh, Loring Drive, who produced the our albums, my band's albums, probably one of the best musicians I've ever met in my life. Uh, he's he's on drums and just fucking nice. It. Yeah, uh, Elevate I Am, the Ghost Eclipse Sessions. Listen to that record. It's, I'll check it it's out. It's fucking great. Um, what else? Anything else to plug? Our merch. Come Set get some merch. Uh, Coffee Code, Four Sons. That's it. Let's get out of here. Yeah. I'm, I need to uh, burn my tongue off because mm-hmm. it's on fire right now. Fight fire with fire. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. I'm Robert. I'm Corey. And so, so is Cody. See you. humans this is ashley from what's your position podcast join us as we take a deep dive into all things sex love life and relationships we talk with our guests in full frontal episodes about lgbt issues virginity not wanting kids ivf and five dollar hand jobs we also do quickies where it's just you and me discussing whatever's on my mind orgasms breakups dildos weed and much more Check us out at What's Your Position Podcast on Instagram and for free on iTunes and Spotify. And remember, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.